The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Starving for Attention. Richard Blaze and Jasmine Blaze are here. We are from our Health and Fitness Center Club. Yeah. Club sounds really formal when you say that. This is actually it's, more like a walk-in than the actual walk-in studio, though, don't you feel like? It's it is. Cold. It's It's got like the weird fluorescent light. It's, it's technically got a humming noise. Uh, business Center 3 yeah. at the Bay Club yeah. in I don't <laughs> Carmel should, I should have requested the, the boardroom. That one looks nice in there. Probably. <laughs> Although it might have been a little echoey. Do you have this to is, like spend extra money for it though? I don't know. Maybe it charges you like, like this two is, and a half times. I was going to say like this is part of our monthly deal. But yeah. like I was like, um, I how was much time say, do we get in here? I don't. I, I'm I mean, just going to come in a here. A number and, like, of hours. Play office. I've taken some <laughs> phone calls from here, but um, in the room or out there? In here, I've done like some it's interviews fancy. and stuff, um, but we don't utilize it. It's a landline. If you ever needed a landline, that's why here is one. That's why I have done interviews from here. For, for for things that absolutely need landlines, which is really old timey. Yeah. Anything you say, you need to be on a landline. It's like that's pretty hard. Funny, I was yeah. just reading a book yesterday about uh, a child's book oh, okay. to to children, mm-hmm. and in it there was the exchange of where the mom picked up the phone in the kitchen, and the kid picked up the phone in the other room, and then the kid was like, "I got it, mom. You can right. hang up yeah, now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our kids were like dumbstruck, had mm-hmm. no clue what that meant. That makes sense. Yeah, that I totally know. makes sense. I right. know it makes sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me explain this to you. Right. Did you did There you was just it? like an open wire in your house, basically. Like, I, it was very hard to explain, in right. fact. Yeah. That is weird. That's one yeah. of those moments where like how every year they take, you know, the, the says like, if you're 21, right. you don't know about OJ Simpson. You yeah. don't know whatever it is. Right. I had a, you know what? I can't remember what it was, but I had a similar moment like that with our kids recently too where I had to explain yeah. something like that that's like yeah. not so far removed from no. technology like I'm time. thinking about getting a landline in our house right now so it's like it's not so if it's not like prehistoric right. like eventually they might be exposed to something like that but it is funny how they were just like exactly no. oh and I also was trying to explain fantasy football to them yesterday oh, good luck but that was I don't even... like wait what team are you rooting for so like yeah. I just the games kept just it was like the red zone the NFL red zone channel which is really fun if you're into like football at all you okay over there yeah you're like Okay, like head down, like you just like yeah, you were offline for a second. Something's I thought I was going to have to jump ears. over there and like need, yeah. do some compressions or something. Something's going on. I know it's <laughs> probably the room in the fluorescent lights. Could be. Uh, it's got this a, a sort of interrogation room. It to is it. nothing like the room but that we did this interview from. This though. is true. I never got to finish my fantasy football uh, little thing, but it's okay. You um, know, I, I, we'll get into a, that. That's another podcast. But there's a there's a segue there though. There is a segue between the fantasy football and food, but we'll save it for okay. next week. I thought you were going to say there is a segue between fantasy food and. Interrogation rooms, but probably as well. Um, but yeah, speaking of interrogation rooms, uh, the room that we're in right now at the uh, fitness center, uh, we recorded this last podcast live from Kabo in Del Mar, California. Kabo is a massive concert massive. with many, many stages, and they bring on 
all types of musical artists as well as performing artists and uh, traditional artists. Comedians have their own big stage. And, of course, chefs have their own stage, this sort of culinary stage as well. And artists. artists. Did you say artists? Like visual yeah, I did. artists, I said, right? Like I said visual. They have people and, and, painting uh, like full-on artists. murals during Absolutely. the entire show. There's it's really like, cool. It, it is an amazing festival. And like we did Bottle Rock this year, and we do a couple of these types of things. And uh, our episode, uh, the interviews were recorded in a room that was in. Even more so than this one. Well, we were the years past. We've had a trailer, right? Like a nice, cute little like pop pop up camper. Yes. With drinks and a bathroom and like air conditioning, and it's really nice. Um, but this year they decided the chefs didn't need it, which I agree. Chefs don't really need it there. You're not there long enough to even warrant it, probably. But I mean, we, are you there as any less time than the comedians are there? I think like it depends. You, you go out and you do an hour set. A comedian goes out and probably does an hour set. I this think it depends, but some of the comedians like were out on a couple stages, right? Like the one comedian, Tom Papa or whatever his name was, right. was out on the palace okay. stage. He was in the comedian room, like yeah, Fair multiple enough. shows. My point is, yeah, I understand it from a cost cutting perspective. I get it, but uh, we kind of depended on it. <laughs> yes, we have had our own trailer, and then we showed uh, up, and the lovely people at Kabo scrambled to find us a room. They did. And, and they did. They found us a room. And I think it's like... They found us a room of all rooms. For sure, it's a room that's been used for like someone that's been drunk and disorderly at, at the fair. Like just <laughs> chain them up to like them. an old pipe just that's like in that room. Just like throw them in that room yeah. and lock the door. We took pictures, so we'll put yeah. that up on the Instagram page. But this was like a flickering fluorescent light dangling with a live like wire. Curtaining. Like you near. didn't even know there was a door because there was like drapery on the wall. An so. open heater. Yeah, I mean it had all of the sort of like the setting to put it in. It was like either an, the opening scene of a Saw movie. Yeah. Or like an interrogation room or like in the Guantanamo new, like, Bay, uh, Jack Clancy, or whatever. Yeah, like <laughs> this Ryan is definitely where you would be. You would be sort of uh, hands tied behind a wooden definitely. folding chair and being smacked up. Like imagine a bag you? being pulled out over Who your sent you? over your head, right? And then you. 100%. When, it, when it's pulled off, that's where you 100%. are. You wake up in this room. Um, so sure. this was also our, our great setting. And again, it was very kind of them to find this room. So like we're, we're very grateful it for it. But then we uh, had to double up on the episode too because like things were getting crazy. We had two well, episodes that we jammed into one. This has happened before too. We, we tried, you know, because of time constraints and scheduling and everything. When, when there are these festivals, we try to do it at Bottle Rock. We try to get some of these great like East Coast talent and people that, are, that don't live in California to come out and talk to us during these festivals. But... Festivals are fun, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to pull people away. It's also hard to get there, whether it's traffic or logistics. So this one ended up being it was going to be two separate podcasts. Then it was going to be no podcast because of horrible San Diego traffic, and then we ended up being able to grab a half hour with both. Yeah, Michelle I'm happy Bernstein that we and Mark Forgione. Yeah. So Michelle Bernstein and Mark Forgione and their manager and and our manager and uh, a bunch of New Yorkers jammed into this interrogation style room. Uh, to do this episode Lots of fun though I, I I do like Especially Like they share managers Right yeah. Or agents Yeah And Manager, yeah. Um, So they obviously know each other But I do like that sort of format too Where we have like Two celebrity chefs That are in here um, That are from different places That uh-huh. have sort of Different viewpoints Sure um, they, they were great I think they, we both we, we both were like, gosh, we wish we had like an hour with both of them. Yeah, right? and originally we were, but we uh, end up doing both of these. So it's uh, Michelle Bernstein, Mark Forgione. Of course, Mark Forgione, uh, Iron Chef America at one point, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the son of Larry Forgione, 
uh, one of uh, America's greatest chefs. If you're young and listening to this podcast and you don't know who Larry Forgione is, uh, you need to go do some do, research do, do because kids Google. these days do. Yeah. Like, they don't know you who don't Rocco know what Spirito landlines is. are. And you don't know, they don't know who Rocco Spirito is. They probably definitely don't know who Larry Forgione is. Huh. Um, but go look look that up. Um, and then Michelle Bernstein, who we have eaten her food. We lived in Miami for a click of our lives. It literally yeah. was like two minutes of our lives, uh, which was a lot of fun. But like she is sort of the queen yeah. uh, down in uh, Florida, South Florida for sure. Um, and was has always been inspiring to me as a chef. Like I remember she did this dish at Michi, which I I don't know if oh, Michi yeah. still is I in play. Yeah. Um, but we lived close by there, and it was like this just amazing dish of like sea snails and conch shell pasta. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was like so perfect. I mean, and I don't mean flavor wise; it was delicious. But like the idea of just like how to be smart with your food without having to be like over the top. You know what I mean? Like right. just like oh, naturally conch shelled pasta with a a snail is just super super smart. Um, so I've always loved her food. Great personalities. Um, and you, I think you were kind of uh, you you were more inspired by this conversation too, right? Like I like like I thought you really like loved the sort of uh, interplay between you know all of us. I did. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, um, like I said, I wanted to spend more time with both of them. I, I was super engaged in conversation. Um, we got into I, what I do love that we got into is like so this is a, one of those bigger festivals and like there's different shows and I'm always on the road performing and like I just came back from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, uh, where it was like an open park on a Saturday afternoon for a couple of hundred people just out drinking beer and eating some you know arancini oh, you know from Milwaukee. a local restaurant, yeah. um, right? Of course with the beer, but you know the Kabo or Bottle Rock that we've done in the past, some of these other shows we've done, uh, Cultivates, etc., are like uh, Aspen where they're sort of like more like a giant stage in front of like thousands of people that are just there to have a good time. Those shows are a totally different thing than like, you know, doing a tiny show in a local little park. Right. Um, so it's interesting, you know, how chefs have sort of adapted. And we talk about this a little bit. And I think we got to see a little bit of like Mark Forgione's show after yeah, after yeah. we performed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we saw some headlights from there where he came out and played guitar and had like a controversial political, you know, uh, you know, love Trump's hate shirt and like went out there and like played music. So like right. chefs are stepping up in these festivals. You know why they're stepping up? Jasmine? Why? So that we get trailers. Yeah, maybe. That's right? really what it is. Like, <laughs> like if you're out there and performing, whether you're a comedian or a musician or a chef in this case, like you deserve your own little trailer so you can record your podcast. I, but like, I get it. Now I get it. And you just made me get it. Like the, uh, um, it's because chefs are prepping. They're like prepping on those tables. They think that that's enough. <laughs> that's not what it is. It is like, you're right. Again, I know like, this makes total sense. Like, um, you know, a lot of, sh- and also it's just a lot of chefs aren't used to like, oh, you get a green room and right. you get a Honeywell trailer and like, this is how it works. And I'm probably being a little bit more of a diva uh, that I should be. But I love this idea of how like, again, we talk about it often on the podcast, how chefs are like now performers, right? There's something there. Yeah, um, definitely. Who, you know who else performed at this show? Well, lots of people did. Troy Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, of course, Post Malone yeah, did as well, well yeah. and some musical acts. Say, you, lots, you really raved, by the way. I didn't. You I went didn't, to a lot of shows. I didn't go I mean, like, as hard as I went last year, in fact. That's I true. I only went two days. But you went with the kids for like nine hours. I went hours. with the kids. Yeah, that uh, was a long night. But um, And Post Malone, I missed that show, which that was is a great I, show. I really like Post Malone. Was I fun. was joking that I opened for Post Malone. You know but, who was actually really good was Nerd. Oh, I know. I saw pictures. Really good. Like you killed it. I and saw BB Rexa, which I didn't right. know who really she was, but she, <laughs> you she did knew a, a lot good of her job. songs, though. Um, but you know, what? I but I also like watch. I love watching a performer like that because it's really just her out there. Of course, there's a band. Yeah. 
but you know, Post Malone, it's really just him out there. Yeah. Like there's a different level of shows where it's just like, okay, this this artist is just at this moment in their career, it's just this person on a microphone, right? And like their music, or here's this yeah. chef and like their food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there comes that level where it's like, no. Pink is now being dropped from the ceiling, right. you know, or someone's flying across the stage, or like we saw Bruno Mars recently. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, there's pyrotechnics and all of those sort of things. I like to think that we're somewhere making that transition from like on stage by yourself to like pyrotechnics, literally, as we brought a flamethrower yeah, to our that's show true. this week. Uh, but Troy Johnson did a show. That's right. Troy did a set. He's great. And uh, you were over on the sideline there, kind of giving him giving him a little maybe stress. Yeah, not. I hope not. Like we walked up in the middle of his show, and like he just caught. I bet side that can eye. turn. I bet that can kind of like, you know, yeah, interrupt sorry, a flow. It, it right? can interrupt your flow. I'm trying you, to think of who if someone popped up on the sideline of one of your shows. Who well, would, I mean, like, I remember like looking, course. like seeing uh, recently Tiffany Thiessen off to the corner, like during one of my shows, and like that, you know, just like when you see someone that you know or that is, you know, she's in our in our cipher now. Um, it can throw you off But I think it did Made me throw uh, He gave me a look That then And we'll have to get Troy get, Troy's definitely coming back On the pod To co-host with yeah. us But um, He gave me a look That was And later Then confirmed the look That he gave me When after The performance He was like Dude I have so much more respect For what you do now <laughs> Really Because uh, I think this was like One of Troy's Like he went out there And cooked food Like right. I think the name of his set Is great Troy's a hack Right He's doing like these home I think he talked he about like it He did like 60 hacks Or something right Right Like so we went big And he's got so yeah. this long table of like yeah, you know trying stuff. to get through yeah. seemingly dozens of little tips yeah, yeah. in front of an audience that's just kind of sitting there you know cold at a yeah. rock concert right sometimes yeah. and Troy's funny and yeah. witty yeah. and Super. smart yep. um, but he texts me like oh that's really really hard and like I think it's tough sometimes you feel like you know and I and then I would I really we gotta get some comedians on the podcast because I think there's also where you feel like you're not doing well but you're doing fine yeah. but because people aren't in uproarious laughter right you think that like it's not going as well or because mm. people aren't like clapping wildly and like there is metrics for comedians i don't know if i've ever told you this but like there's you know you're supposed to get like you know 25 laughs a mi- you know 6 to right. 7 laughs a minute right. yeah, if you're I a comedian right yeah. but then there's a lot of other people who say like no you're supposed to get 20 to 30 seconds of laughter a mm. minute like there's all these metrics hmm. to sort of like I get you know basically yeah. tell you if you're killing as a comedian sure you know but what is it for chefs because you like people aren't coming to a show for a chef to laugh well, why do you go i mean honestly why do you go see a chef at a rock concert interesting i'm gonna say yeah okay just based on this this event 25 percent of the people are there for shade <laughs> There's no shade at that <laughs> You're place. Just like killing me. There's no You're shade. You're right, but it's killing me. It like twenty five percent are just like, oh my god, there's right. chairs and there's shade. We're going there. Right. Oh, it's a time where I'm going to sit yeah. down. Actually. Yeah, and they an might hour. look at the schedule to see who's coming, and that might sway it as well. But twenty five percent. So yeah. the other seventy five percent, you're talking about fans, people that want to see Mark Forgione, and Iron Chef. Perform mm. on stage. This is know? interesting. It's it's something I'd, I'd actually want to pull because like I feel like we have seen in next all time of I'll our go shows. around. I'll go around. Per, next time I'll go around person yeah. to person. Why I mean, are you can, here? Yeah. Check shade <laughs> performer. <laughs> place or to lost. sit. Or yeah. lost. Yeah, lost place to sit. <laughs> I uh, thought this was Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, this isn't Post Malone. Uh, that's funny, and you're probably right. But there was a time when people came to demonstrations to learn how to cook, and people came with notepads sure. and pencils at a food and wine festival. Absolutely, mm, got still it. do. Okay. Okay, got it. At a rock concert or at a fest, a music festival right. like this. Okay, why are they coming? 
I mean, to be entertained. But I mean, I'm going to okay. guess because this is a personality or a chef that they're a fan of, right? So, like, I guess that's the thing. What it, I guess the question is, how do you define entertaining right. in the framework of a celebrity chef on stage at a rock concert, right? right? Um, you know, why do you come to... You know, I mean, music's different because it's just like you feel it, right? Like you just mm-hmm. automatically, like a, a, a drum gets hit and you feel something and you know that like I'm just going to sway around. But like I, I guess the difference is like if you're a musician and you're like, you know how a lot of musicians do this? They hold their mic to the crowd. Yeah. And I saw this at Kabo a bunch. Uh-huh. And the, the audience doesn't really know the lyrics. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Like, Sometimes. yeah, the, the hardcore Depends. audience yeah. might know the lyrics, yeah. but like, it's never usually as loud, probably, as like what that performer wants to hear. Maybe, right? If, like, I mean, I'm just saying, there's a l- bunch of people who didn't know who Post Malone was, who just rolling through sure. Southern California. Yeah. It was like, oh, this sounds cool, but they don't know his lyrics. I know his lyrics. Sure. Um, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing to, t- to think about. Like, you just c- you go up there and do your thing. And, like, well, I think, uh, I think the over. Um, overarching probably thing for everybody when you go to see somebody whether it's a musician or a chef especially if that person has a tv um or radio um presence presence yeah then you you're going to see what they're like in person do you know what i mean like it's Mm. a pretty basic thing like i wanted to see bb rexa because my kid likes that song a lot and (laughs) i wanted to see her perform live with my eyes you know yes and so part of it i think is that part of it is just like oh you look at the schedule and oh richard blaze oh that's that guy on food network or that's that guy from top chef i want to go see what he looks like in person you know and i think that's like such such a base level thing but i think that's what it is that makes sense that makes sense um we had a good show um and troy johnson had a good show yeah. Um, so we have Those to get back. Only, I didn't back. see any other. Uh, I didn't see any of the other performances on the. No, I saw the. Stage. I saw the the still of Forgione yeah. in the you know playing the guitar and yeah. uh, oh Brian Malarkey performed the day after and I heard he threw, was throwing some shade at us. Oh yeah, well, which in he all fairness finally heard that you throw shade well, at him. All all, the time. Yeah, exactly. We we have just not linked up with Brian. Um, like we've tried to get him on the pod and just the traveling schedule hasn't worked. But like we naturally throw a little shade at him because he opened up a restaurant right on the other side of one of our walls and we both sort of are based in San Diego. Um, but he must have heard, yeah, that we every once in a while make a nice. So he made fun of drones and made fun of like, he's like, I think um, I heard that it was just like, you know, you don't need drones to cook food or something like that. So like minor little things. But maybe we're starting some like uh, lovingly uh, inspired hip hop war with Brian Malarkey in San yeah. Diego. It's like a, it wouldn't be a Tupac Biggie thing. It would no. be more like, I don't know, a Brian Malarkey, Richard Place thing, yeah. I guess. Um, Okay. Well, listen, uh, without further ado, this was a fun podcast. Uh, Michelle Bernstein and Mark Forgione. What's up, Chess? What's going on? Chill. Doing good? Just I was going to say, so who, who just got off the plane? This one. You did, because you were on a, you were on a train yesterday. Right? I was. I like that. Like, I, I feel I like you the, had... Did you take the Surfliner? I one? did. Oh, that's beautiful. So we don't really have trains. We have one new one in Miami. But it's just growing. Yeah. You can only get from Miami to Palm Beach. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of trains, and it's just great. Yeah. I it's nice. It. It's not, I, I try to, when you have a car all to yourself. Alone. That's like when you know you're a celebrity <laughs> shadow. That's right. Yeah. When you yeah, book yeah. the whole car for yourself. It's Excuse me, that's Michelle's car. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, thank God for the three guys that helped me schlep all of my stuff onto the train. They were lovely. They were so sweet. Were you traveling with ingredients or just... Knives and yeah. just stuff. Oh, and Christine doesn't yeah. travel with ingredients anymore. Sometimes, there are people that yeah. do. Actually, right? I have Is to that... say, no, I have somebody here. Okay. But I <laughs> fell in love with, at the farmer's market. So I was cooking with oh, okay. animal a couple nights ago. Nice. Oh, nice. That's awesome. why I'm For in California. Yeah, yeah, they're and, yeah. yeah, and they they worked with me when they were little. So um, That's I bought right. all this stuff have at the farmer's market that I fell in love with. So I packed everything and I came nice. with it all. 
That's so, awesome. Always a chef. Now, John and Vinny worked for you like when they were babies? 18 and 19. Uh, oh I'm thinking gosh, like Muppet babies, babies right? Like they can still you have their own. the two of them at 18 and 19? <laughs> well, right, they still have their heads, <laughs> yeah. but on like baby bodies. Stone little Muppet babies. Right, that, that was them. them. Yeah. Beards and all. So now it just changed. They Did we just? Have any fish okay. Did we just create a show? I think we just created a show. Stoned animal babies. babies. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Forgeon, where you come? You're coming from New York. New York. Nice. Yeah. And uh, right straight off the plane. Straight off so the plane. So it's uh, a couple hours later for you. you. You guys have not done. Have you done a couple of them before? Never. Nice. So what, what are your? Well, first of all, welcome to. I was just telling. We live pretty close to here. We do. So, this is you know, this is our this is my backyard. This home base. So it's like beautiful. Oh, Mazel tov. thank oh. you. Oh, look at that. Nice. Why do you look so surprised? I, no, I because oh, oh, it's, it's usually not said on mic. I guess what it is. It's usually I'm like, going to hey, save that. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> you did a good job, kid. Um, it's a Jewish thing. Yeah, that's what it is. I appreciate it very you much. Did I did. Good. I'm way up. Like, not even, not even like, you know, like, oh, one ring or two rings. Like, no, just no, no, total, like, yeah. galaxies yes. above and, um, and beyond. Uh, well, welcome to uh, Del Mar, California. Thank you. Also, welcome to what is a character of this yeah. podcast, this incredible green room that you're in right now. We will, yeah, we will do it. I'm loving the air conditioning. Um, we'll, yes, yeah. yes. we'll do this anyway. Did We're you guys put down this. the AstroTurf so yeah. you can call it For you guys. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Right. So I know yeah. we have we have kept uh, kept things nice yeah. and um, sanitary for you. We'll post pictures. Yeah. I feel very attractive in this room. I have <laughs> yes. to say. I'm sure this lighting is just <laughs> It is the, it's, 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 it's the best. Skin. Listen, if it's I mean, good this enough. This is why it's radio, not TV. If it's good enough for Schwarzkopf, it's good enough. for It's like a mass unit. But thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And uh, I'm about to like run right off of here and go on set soon. Yeah, a little bit. You got how time. do you how do you both feel about like the idea of the chef as the band, as the performer? Well, I th- I think it's awesome. I, I've done you know the one in Vegas, the iHeart uh, mm. iHeart concert, iHeart Radio. I, Radio yeah. um, I think we can all agree, right? We're all big music fans. Chefs love music. Yeah. And, like, you know, I think we all get to play out a little bit of a fantasy when you go to a concert like this and you like get to go on stage and cook. Exactly. You know, like, could you fun. have ever imagined it? Like going backstage like and you though? get the things and you get the whole thing and it says, you know, go with it, you know, and you're like backstage and you're like, and all I gotta do is, you know, break down a piece of fish. All right, yeah. right, I'll do that. So what about you? Where's Billy Idol? Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of Billy Idol, um, it, it's amazing that anybody would actually want me to be on a stage here with all these incredible people I just um, I'm flabbergasted I think it's amazing and Billy Idol was my first concert as a little really? kid yeah. okay wow. we're gonna do that we're gonna play that game so Billy Idol's your first concert my first right. concert Mark first my, concert my first concert yeah. believe it or not was Steve Miller Band oh, oh there you wow. go at Jones Beach Amphitheater. Oh, wow. First of all, I'm a native New Yorker. We're pounding it out as only good native New Yorkers can do. First of all, Jones Beach. Uh, I was in like fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, I was, okay, there you go. Steve like, Miller. Did someone take you? Like, did it, like, did a, like, Yeah, a, somebody's a, parent took us, dropped us yeah, off. Yeah, a parent took me as well. To really and like, you know, That's I awesome. didn't know like the rules of concert, or not the rules, but, you know, etiquette at a concert. And like, you know, his big song was The Joker, and I'm in fourth grade, so the whole concert I was just yelling out, Play The Joker! Play yeah. The Joker! He's probably yeah. used Everybody's to like, that. Somebody shut that kid up. <laughs> Listen, he's going to leave and then come back. He'll play the joke. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. Has, what, what, uh, what, about first, your, what about you? Uh, yeah, mine? I, I should know this. I feel like since we're a couple, I, don't I should think know. I think you do. Tribe Called Quest was mine. First of all. First nice. concert. First yeah. of all? Like that, you yeah. guys are like straight That's, up. I know. That's I know. Amazing. Like I'm yeah. jealous of that. Yeah. Uh, but this is where we can connect as New Yorkers. Jones Beach, which I think might just be where. They must host concerts frequently. The, yeah, there's, oh, a, there's the best an amphitheater yeah. there. You go there, you tailgate on the beach, and then you go to the concert. Not as cool as Steve Miller Band. But 
almost as not maybe as cool as Tribe either. Um, Cypress Hill, Erica Badu. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it your first concert when you were I like twenty? Like, how old yeah. were you? No, it wasn't the first album. Like first concert. Yeah. Like I'm a late bloomer. Like even yeah. in the culinary world, like it, take, it took a little while for me. We were like the same age, right? Uh, I mean, I'm 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 46. Wow. Yeah, no. older than I look. No, I'm you're older, older yeah. than me, I'm trying to stay. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> I to stay thin. Thank you. That's my age. <laughs> nice. Well, wow. We're in the same. That's we're why in the I'm same surprised boat. that Cypress Hill is your first concert. That's because it was late. I know it was very great. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It should have been Billy Joel. <laughs> right. As a Long Island. Uh, right. Or like, like it should. You know, I got a cool concert story about Cypress Hill. I actually saw a band that nobody knew who they were, called Rage Against the Machine. Open for Cypress Hill. At Roseland in Manhattan. Oh, that's nobody knew who Rage Against the Machine was. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're introducing this band named. Uh, okay, I'm going right. to talk about something not as cool. Gloria Estefan <laughs> nice. used to perform <laughs> in Miami, in North Miami, at this little ridiculous bar that anybody could just walk into and pay dollars for right. while we were in high school. That's okay. cool. Nice. The little local bar, and there yeah. was Gloria. And this wow. is before, like, this is super before well before, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't you so, wish you could say Gloria the way she says Gloria? Yeah. Can you say it one more time? <laughs> one more time. So my, son met, my son met Gloria Estefan yesterday. Yes. Her, her grandson is in class with my son. That's wow. Awesome. How nice is that? That's kind of yeah. amazing. That is awesome. awesome. Make sure you host a get-together or something. Right, I yeah. She I didn't know it was going to turn into just... Uh, grandparents. Grandparents get-together. It was yeah. going to turn into like the mu- a music podcast, but then like I have to ask, like, uh, Pitbull, thoughts... Oh, I this is Miami oh, Central. Okay. Right. I mean, no, I was like, just saying, like, like a, a Gloria Stefan and Pitbull. I feel yeah. like, what like, else is like. She's got to represent. Outside of Luke Skywalker, what are, what are the other I don't love everybody he pairs with. Right. But okay. I love what he's done for 305. I love what he does. He, he believes in, you know, speaking out for the environment. He's amazing. He's, he's so smart. He's so smart. That's what I'm saying. He's right? a like, nice an guy. Mm-hmm. I cook for him. I've done events with him. He's lovely. I mean, he couldn't be more down to earth. And I'm not making fun of him when I say what I'm about to say. But okay, like, well, I love when people say he that. He has so figured out how to do his one verse with whoever he pairs with and it goes to number one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He, he doesn't have to change. Like, right? He knows yeah. what he's good at. Wait, wait, yeah. he, but he produces. I mean, No, no, no. But I'm, again, I'm not making fun of it. Like, right. he, he knows what he's doing. Like, you know, he pairs with don't, the people that are there and boom. Don't my boy. Yeah. I just no. said yeah. I love him. I don't mean to be a dick, but what I'm about to say, <laughs> it's not like when anyone says that. But no, he's a hot, like you said, he's a hit machine. He knows, he knows what he's doing. Good, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we all have, we also have like chefs in our industry that, you know, we won't call out, but like we know that like, okay. Maybe the maybe the food's not that great or whatever, but they open up a restaurant and like it's gonna work because you know they, they know what they're doing. They know what yeah. they're doing. Smart, yeah. right? Make sure to stick around after this podcast to get the latest headlines from the AP News Minute. Hey everyone, if you love our show, uh, you're going to love the Natalie Eva Marie show on Podcast One. The former WWE and Total Diva star, along with her husband, Jonathan Coyle, team up to deliver one-of-a-kind opinions not heard on any other podcast with a rotating guest list of including celebrities, influencers, and activists. Get ready to be informed, intrigued, and entertained. Check out the Natalie Eva Marie show every Wednesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now back to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. What's amazing is you're talking about like Rage Against the Machine opening up for Cypress Hill, right? Yeah. 
I get to open tonight from Michelle Bernstein. Yeah. yeah. What? That's right. <laughs> like, this, this could be this my moment. This should be the other way. This is like a roller coaster going down. <laughs> See, I've heard no, people come out in chicken suits and things like that. I can't yeah. compete with oh, that. Oh, yeah. We did do a chicken did suit a chicken last suit. year. I don't that's think right. I can compete. But, like, I'm opening that for you. That's actually how Lonnie yeah, sold no, me amazing. on doing this event. Yeah? Right? The chicken suit? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Richard came out in a chicken suit. You'd love it. Have you guys done any of these? I mean, that's, I think, what we realized when we did Bottle Rock, which is in Napa last year is that these things are kind of free-for-alls yeah, like you yeah. can kind of do what you want you can have fun you have a t-shirt cannon whatever like bring it yeah. and you know have get fun. some cooking in there a little bit but did you bring yeah. the t-shirt cannon oh. but that's a good okay so here's my story have you changed okay the first time i ever did a demonstration right they were they weren't shows like i call them i think we're doing putting on a show tonight right but they were at one point like chef demos demonstrations oh, and yeah. it was like i'm making a crab cake i'm about to fly and it was a very different energy level and if you're in front of like 50 people in a small room in the back of your restaurant in PDR or whatever, that's one thing. And now when you're in front of a thousand people... But if you had too much energy, it was wrong. Mm. Right. Like, you need Mm. to be subdued. You needed to concentrate on what you were doing because if it was too much about your personality and if it was too big, everybody would get lost as far as, you know, the cooking and and the direction. Mm. And it was more about that. Yeah. Now is that yeah. so? If you feel like the audience would have been thrown off if it if it was too much of like a personality Completely. show, and I think everything has changed, and it's now Ooh. about entertainment. Nice. Well, I think you can also tell five minutes into a demo what type of crowd you have, and then you can go from there. That's like, what you I, can tell. Like oh, you know what, these people might actually care the origins of a bouillabaisse, and right. then you, or and you sh- these people just want to hear about. You know what happened to me backstage at you know right. Iron Chef. Like you know what I mean. You can almost I think kind of get a feel for it in the mm-hmm. first couple of minutes, at least when I go, and then like that's where I go from there. Nice. So uh, uh, events that we've all been to. So South Beach. Mm-hmm. What do they want at South Beach? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> so South Beach is more of a party, right? As right. we all know, sure. you know South Beach. I've done it since inception, and it used to be a little more serious, not much more, but now it's turned into it's a party. It's just a, party. a rage. Yeah, like if people are like, as long as they're coherent and awake, that's usually a good thing. From what I remember, I, I'm not 50%. there every year. Right, there's like, the, it's okay. Yeah, it's a the lot, last event I did in South Beach, I was literally wearing a bathing suit you know, <laughs> on, doing barbecue on the beach. Amazing. <laughs> so now, like, so was the, like, the bathing, and by the way, you're in great shape as you always are. I'm assuming this is like, you went Euro Speedo. This is South Beach. Right? No, yeah. not you didn't? at all, actually. No. no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. So, so like, was the was that a so was it a barbecue session or was like the, no yeah. it was like was the, the bubble cue like a game yeah. it was like the bubble cue event but instead of prepping in the kitchen it's me and my bubble. guys got a case of beer and went down at like seven in the morning lit up the smoker put up beach chairs we brought right. a guitar and we literally hung out all day nice mm. I like that I've always had the uh, like you know as my career goes through ups and downs. I look to my manager. Uh, <laughs> I've always, yeah, I've always thought like, what is that? What's the band that does that? Put on the robot helmets. Um, Diva. Uh, no, they the rope. They're they're hot band of a couple years ago. They put on robot helmets. They're DJs. Um, Daft Punk. Oh, Daft Punk. Yeah. Right? Like maybe, like maybe my career. I'm ready for like when it's like you know what? I'm just gonna shut Richard Blaze down. I'm gonna put on a mask. <laughs> I'm gonna throw on a speedo and like that's it. We're just gonna try like. Right. Alternate reality, this thing. What do you, what do you like think? a Mexican wrestling match. Try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but could you have, could you have thought five years ago that you'd be doing like a demonstration in like in, in a bathing suit? No, I mean, well, it wasn't a demonstration. I don't right. want to make it sound like I got a party. It was a it was a party, but to go from you know, like you said, you've been doing the South Beach for since its inception. I've been there for going back to Laurent days, like eleven years ago. You know, where the Burger Bash was six chefs, <laughs> I think. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like insane. now. 
Like here I am standing barefoot and like chopping up a pig face for two thousand people. Like mm. it's, it's like okay. So you're uh, but so both of you though have adjusted your stage show to like this new the, the, it's, the audience. It's more of adjusting. It's more. It's like a comfort level, you know, and you feel more comfortable, and you can just be yourself and let your hair down, literally. Right. You know, it's about having fun now. And if you have fun, then everybody else is going to have fun. At the end of the day, I think they just want to hang, you know, they see us now. Yeah. A demo, you know, also, give or take 10 years ago, was like maybe a chef that they're interested in, like I hate to like downplay a demo these days, maybe actually learning something. Right, right. I think now they just want to kind of hang out with us and... Yes, you do get the learning part, but at the end of the day, they're like, "Oh yeah, I know them from right. this show or that show or that restaurant or you know that that," and you know they want to just hang out. Plus, yeah. some of it has changed where they have so much access to our recipes, yeah, our cookbooks, right. our right. restaurant, or right. that, and YouTube, whatever it is. So they don't need um, any of that. They don't from need you. any of that. Right? There used to yeah. be. I would always look at it. And I always call someone out, like in my show, like people would have notebooks. Right, there would always right. be like that, like that couple in the front row and asking right. or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. this is like I'm getting Sunday dinner recipes mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. Um, it's totally changed. Yeah. I'm kind of almost sometimes embarrassed. Are you? For myself? Why? Because the chicken suits and stuff. Oh, the chicken suit. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's only crazy. for like this Great. kind of thing, though. If I could I mean, be a matzo ball today, I would. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, we can make that. We could probably work that out. Yeah, yeah. This is a, we got a lot of cardboard yeah. in here. We can try to figure out a way to fashion something. Yeah, we can. We, we can definitely. I do look at the Jewish woman. I get it. That's fun. I have matzo ball, uh, not to change gears, but I have a chicken restaurant. We do a matzo ball pozole. Like, because it's like Jewish. It's not like. Well, I do a Jewish Mexican matzo ball soup because I married Oaxaca. See? Oh my gosh. 20 years right. ago. Yeah. So you oh. basically stole her recipe. That, that basically is. Did. You basically just admitted <laughs> right. to it here. Well, though. I mean, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I've always wanted. I love. Like, fusion gets a bad rap. But like I think it's just are, the word. It's just the word, the word, right? The word is all bad. It is. But the fact is, all cooking is fusion. All cooking is fusion. Yes. Well said. And like I've always wanted to do. And like I'm a native New Yorker, so I feel like like I I am part. Even though I'm only 0.5 percent Jewish, because Does, I've done did the DNA. Did you do the DNA? I've done the DNA. So like I'm a hundred percent Jewish. Wow. Yeah. So is so, so is Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to okay. talk? As, as, <laughs> as a non-Jew at the table, how can you be hundred percent Jewish by your DNA? I don't get it. Um, that that is a deeper podcast. That's a deeper podcast. Yeah, we, a have, we have to do talk, some research on that first. It comes up in the DNA database <laughs> as Ashkenazi Jew, right. and I'm 05 percent. So <laughs> I, I was very happy. Or there's probably is there Sephardic too, or do they just no. do? Oh, maybe. If you well, if you are from Morocco slash Africa. Uh, you know that descent, Spain. You they probably classify have it as yeah. Right. Absolutely. So have you? I mean, we well, always actually end up talking about these DNA tests. Have yeah. you done them for yourselves? So you've done. You're 100. percent So you know. I'm 100, percent and I've done it on my son who's adopted, right. and he's 100 percent Western European. Oh, okay. oh wow. <laughs> he's nice. the anti. That's yeah. kind of crazy though. Like yeah. to get just that wide swing. Like Jasmine is a basically oh, like absolute a sal- rainbow salad bowl. Like, yeah, yeah like West African, Native American, like everything. I like, can everything. I can see. Yeah, yeah my I mother. Got... My mother just did the test and. She sat me down with like this very serious look. She's like, "There's something." I didn't know what she was talking about. Right. She's like, "There's something we need to talk about." Uh, and I'm like, "What's up, mom?" I thought she was going to tell me she was sick or something. Right. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But she goes, "I just need to let you know that I did a DNA test, <laughs> and we are no longer French and Czechoslovakian. That's awesome. 
However, your Italian just got increased. Nice, nice, nice. And we are now Spanish and English. Yes, perfect. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's yeah. that. And it might shift that's in this like big yeah. serious in thing. In six weeks, time. it might yeah. be a little different because that's like, what it, it does. Like, it shifts what, all the time. Well, what happens though? Like the the French kitchen towel uh, hanging did. on the stove has to like go to the basement. My grandmother like, would have done that. My grandmother would have yeah. done that if we. Well, did. the crazy yeah, thing is, sure. the French side that we found isn't French anymore. We called my great grandmother Meme and right. my grandfather Pepe, which are French. And they they were never French. I right, mean, they're yeah. both dead. God rest their souls. Yeah. But they were never French. They right. were English and Spanish the whole time. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, like in mine. I had I have some Bangladeshi in mine, and we had Did a you? yeah, and I, we have a great the, great great uncle that was a in a, a consulate in Bangladesh. So uh-huh. there's a story there. Oh, there see, that's how you can start going it. back. I had yeah. the same thing happen. Not as exciting, um, but I knew I was Scandinavian, but I, I thought I was Swedish, and it came back, and it was like I was Norwegian. Which doesn't, it's really just like, do you like herring or smoked salmon? Yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't matter. Change it. it doesn't yeah. really matter at all. But it is kind of amazing. I think that actually, and, and you probably as restaurateurs, we always talk about how people now, I feel like I'm worried because people are going to use that DNA data also, because you can get food stuff through it now that says, like, you need to eat more broccoli. Like, I did a fitness one mm. that came back, and then it says, yeah, my you shouldn't have coffee, you, you should eat more broccoli. Right. And, like, can you imagine the day when someone comes in with their phone and they're just like, this is the this is the dish I need. This is my dish. Well, listen, I I don't know about you guys. I already get lists of yeah, stuff. That, this I mean, is true. That, that, that's a whole other podcast. That, that could be well, two I mean, hours. I mean, but at this point, though, I'm going to guess because you're both incredibly successful, and I aspire to that success. Um, that like you guys listen to these things, right? Like yeah, I mean, you have to. It's not going away. Right. I mean, and, and maybe yeah. that's a part of the key to the success, right? I mean, I always get upset when chefs are like, oh, "Well done," you know. Like remember the old like the old school chef, like the bravado of like. I don't want to. Yeah, I used to get mad. Right, I used to exactly. get mad. I, I, I've been that guy, huh? and now it's like, hey, we've all been that chef, though. You think so? Of course. Okay. But now we're given eight pages of what they can't eat and told to put it in a blender. Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> think when you look at a P and L for long enough, you could care less if they want it well done. They're still oh, paying so for still it. Paying is it, for it, it yeah. the transition? Is it so part of this? The transition from going from chef to restaurateur? Well, businessmen, right. you know what I mean. Or restaurants are the same thing. But you know what I mean. Like in the beginning, it was like, tell them no, I won't cook at me, and then they leave, and you're like, good. Them. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. Can I say? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll be good. No big deal. Just, uh, yeah, I mean Disney uh, wasn't. Yeah. They left. A but long now time. it's like no problem. Well done. We'll, you know, we'll we'll do two of them. Right. No problem. Exactly. I don't care. They want to catch up. For me, it's a social distancing. Like I, I actually feel for people that can't eat yeah. a lot of different things. I just became allergic last year to white wines, champagne, and peanuts. So, Such right. a crazy thing. One of thing. those schmucks that go to restaurants is. You know, Thai yeah. restaurant. Hey, can you put the peanuts on this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> My husband has to say it for me because I'm too embarrassed. Yeah. Late oh developing allergies a, yeah. are crazy. That, first of all, that is we've yeah, had a couple people. Real, yeah. That's, that's a real allergy. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our kid, our youngest, has a peanut allergy. Yeah. 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 So like, it's, you know, we've grown. It's real grown challenge. Yeah. It's real. Um, and right, you to, and I've seen people who are like, but there are well, a lot we of were, fake allergies honestly, though, out there. Honestly, yeah. though, we were just at Disney, and our kid has a peanut allergy, and they were like, "Oh, this is actually the easiest one." So imagine that, like, all the other allergies are yeah. really the, the difficult ones now. But there are a lot of fake ones out there. Like, I don't know about you guys, but Onions. I get some people that say, "Like, <laughs> I'm allergic to oil." Like, you can't be allergic to oil. Right? No, you know what that what is. What kind too? of oil? Right. 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 So, like, okay, so we're, we're not in we're not in an open kitchen, and that's the moment where you're just like, "Listen." Tell, tell us what you want. Don't yeah, lie to right. me. Yeah. Right. That's right. Don't yes. lie to me. Tell me you prefer. If you don't like onions, that's fine. Yep. But like, don't say we're allergic to something. Because it also then takes people... Because that's really serious. Never really well, there's un- just so you know, there's onions know. in the stock, and then right. it gets into a right. real right. thing, and it's like yeah. they just don't like the texture of eating an onion. Right, right. exactly. But you it's have no idea thing. if it's a serious thing or not. Right. And that's, that's, that's the boy who cried wolf. That's true. So have we... Do you think, like you said, we all were like that, right? So that that might be a generational thing. Do you think that the like the young chefs that we're training, that are they... 
going to be okay? Like, are they going to go through those moments no, where they're, they're like just... counting the pass? And I don't think so because they've grown so. up with it. That's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, listen, I, it's not like discussion. we're we're that like you know we're like these old chefs that have been in the business forever. Like you know, I've only had my own restaurant for ten years now, and when we opened, there were no allergies. It's right. just that's just ten years. Right. Ago. Or right. Or there. Right. You had, you, no had peanut, you had peanuts. You know the nut allergy and maybe shellfish. Maybe, maybe. yeah, shellfish. Maybe. That was it. Yeah. And that was just ten years ago. This all happened in like five years. You know what I mean? So like the kids that are coming up now. They're like going to be much more sensitive. Yeah, they like have they to know. be sensitive to yeah. it. They yeah. understand it. They're, they're being taught, I believe. I mean, now when we're sure. at the pre-shift, when you tell a dish, you go, okay, this contains yeah. dairy, soy, nuts, nuts. It becomes know. almost sometimes like that's the whole lineup, right? Like right? it's not storytelling anymore. Like I, use, I like lineups that like sort of are storytelling and then now it's just like here are the dishes and here's what you, people can't have. That's, that's we don't have time for it anymore. We used to have so much time to really romanticize a dish. I mm. feel like we don't have time for that shit anymore. Right. It's just like, okay, this is what's in it. <laughs> Let's, Let's know it. if there wow. are, you know, sensitivities. And um, I might have had a little bit of a, a meeting because I went to this area, but I know Ooh. that you don't have time to listen to me, so this is just what it is and go work. <laughs> this inspired me, son. We know what you do. Like, drop audio files on our staff. Like, homework. <laughs> drop off. Hey, listen, guys, uh, there's a seven-minute thing on uh, why we love this specific fish. Yeah. Uh, it's mm. not mandatory, but we do suggest if you guys listen to it anyway. It'll be pretty. Could even be just something when they walk in the restaurant, it just like auto download onto their phone. Oh, see, now you're going. Bloop. You're going big. Drop it, yeah. Can you're I be honest, second. though? Yeah, always. Quite a few years ago, when I would open new restaurants and have um, descriptions, food descriptions, and waiter talk descriptions, I would actually send them links so that mm. they would go into different whether it was food definitions or what was in things or stories about foods. And I would always give them those sites to go into yeah. whenever we were starting new restaurants. Yeah, or it used to just be like, here's La Russe or uh, the Food Lovers Campaign, whatever it is. And there's always, always a hanging Food Lovers Campaign. There's always, yeah. food there's always yeah. a hanging yeah. We're, da- we're dating that. ourselves oh. a little bit with that, that one problem. Matter. I love it. That's a great, but where did our copy go? We got a cup. It's little. Somewhere. It's little, yeah. It's little. yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's always a few servers, too, that will... Go in and look at it. You know, yeah, they they love right. it and yeah. they appreciate it and they yeah. come yeah. and they ask you a question. Well, then there's always that one server too, and a lot of obviously the people that listen to this podcast are in all parts of our industry. And like the one server who then becomes smarter than everyone in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, like you know what I'm talking about? It's like that one server is like, no, actually that dish is from Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, chef. It's like, like listen, you don't have. To be and it's asked. always when the sous chef is doing the pre-shift. Right. <laughs> of course, right. And then and you're not there that day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's a note in the manager's uh, log, yeah. which is digital nowadays, right? That's just like listen. That server. Ah, yeah. No, for me, it was always the conversation in the back because they would always be afraid of getting, you know, a lash out of me. So, Chef, can oh, we nice. talk about something for a moment? So that fish that you were talking about, I was just learning about it. You know, it didn't come from here. It came from here. And you're wrong. The fin was actually not that color. It was this color. But it would be a really nice conversation. It would actually, I would actually learn from it. And I right. would tell everyone that I was wrong. I'm not afraid to no. admit that I'm a woman, for God's sakes. All I do is apologize. Right. So, yeah. Amazing. I've, I've never been wrong. Actually. I was going right. to say. Yes. I mean, you can. When you, you, you can't. You can't. Right? Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, I'm always wrong. I feel like I apologize too Pretty much, much. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, no, if you apologize right. a lot, but you're always wrong. That, yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, we, what we want to do here, middle to the end of the podcast, is we usually finish up with like games, but because it's two of you, which is like a double episode, which is kind of amazing. And we prepared Twice games for both of you. Yeah. Because we had two podcasts. We're ready. We're going to play two games. One's going to be for Michelle, one's going to be for Mark, all right? And you can comment on each other's games, but, like, one is going to be for us, like, sort of a separate drop, potentially, all right? First one is going to be called Burn It Down with Michelle Bernstein. 
<laughs> All right, so this is kind of like your thoughts. You're going to burn this thing down, you're so over it, you're done with it. Or, like, we're or maybe you're not. Maybe you're going to be like, I like it. And I'm going to guess, even though we're just spending 25 minutes with you so far, you got a lot of opinions. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that? Here we go. Burn it down with Michelle Bernstein. Froze. It's a thing that should, uh, we should keep it around. What, 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 what we know they froze? have Froze in Miami. Froze is probably know. was invented Keep in it alive. It was by a friend of mine, and it's fabulous. So don't there. talk. Oh, wow. There you go. Okay. We're keeping it personal. Keeping it personal. It might not be that I didn't delicious. know someone invented it. Did someone invent it? Yes. Like officially yes. credited with yes. inventing? Yes. That's amazing. Wow. You didn't know? Actually, it was Pitbull. No, I'm just <laughs> Wait a second. It could be possible. Worlds collide, yeah. Right? Okay. I believe you. I, I, like, honestly, like Pitbull could probably like. I don't do, drink do it, but I think it's really. fabulous, especially in the heat. Yeah. Mm. I, it's part. I, I'm probably doing it on stage. I just had like, a frozen margarita. Like, liquid nitrogen frosé? Like, why not? Okay. Uh, here we go. Burn it down or keep it alive. Um, matcha. Just matcha. Like matcha now keep is like... Keep it alive. Wow. Why? I like drinking wow. matcha. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah, really? Can't do it. Yeah. I, I wish press, I could. I, I know it's so good. I things in it. I don't add it to rice porridges. Okay. But I like to drink matcha. Mars whole pint is Matcha. I gotta get your I gotta get your thoughts on matcha real quick. Right? I actually have no comment on matcha. No comment. Okay, so like just like <laughs> I don't okay, even know if I've knowingly like, ever had matcha. Oh, okay. There you go. Really? So like it's so inspiring to you that it's not even like a desire. <laughs> <laughs> it's green tea we're talking. About? Yeah, 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 basically, yeah. yeah. Green I tea. love green tea. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Uh, poke. Poke. Let's change it up because that's an easy answer for yeah, chefs. Yeah. Thank you're you. Say you like keep it. Yeah. Poke concepts. Burn it down. Oh, oh yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. I agree. And mainly, yeah. mainly because almost nobody does it right. Mm. It's very rare to have it great, especially if you go to a regular drugstore supermarket in Hawaii. Yeah. The best mm. Right. Had. So that was trade. Once I started going to Hawaii every year, I decided I'm done. What yeah. island do you go to? Uh, where any, any of them? Food festival center. Nice. Go. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. usually our travel yeah. plan as well. Yeah. Good, good answer. Yeah, I kind of like poke is tough, but I'm surprised as a Floridian that like I'm assuming they're like I'm assuming Florida is just littered with poke concepts Ceviche. and the weather. Ceviche. Uh, now that New York, you, you would have asked me that, I would double burned it. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go to an Italian yeah. restaurant and there's ceviche, the ceviche menu in the corner. Just like, right. Oh but isn't that playing like homage to like where the restaurants are? Like it's in Florida, so like we have we should do ceviche even if, if you it's can a, do it right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Mm. Uh, here we go. What are we gonna do? We're gonna burn this uh, mocktails. Mocktails. Oh, keep it alive. For those that can't yeah. drink alcohol, keep it fun for them. I had one of the best tasting menus when I was um, trying to have a child, and I went to French Laundry, and I was trying to have a child, and I wasn't allowed to drink, and they did mocktails throughout my whole dinner, and it was mm. fabulous. Mm. As someone who doesn't drink, I'd say less. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't burn it down, because like it's amazing, and also like it doesn't need... Like, it doesn't need to be super sweet. Like, people are really taking no, care of, of mocktails now. It's not right. just like, yeah, that's right. oh, we made you like a, a mocktail, mocktail mojito. So for me, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask you, this one just was totally off. Mojitos. <sighs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, okay, no, ask me yeah. about flavored mojitos. Yeah, okay, flavored mojitos. Burn them down. Yeah, exactly, there you go. exactly. There you go. Like, <laughs> traditional, of course, right? I mean, that, that's, that's yeah, I feel like delicious. that should be on a flag in South Florida. I know, like, I think right? that should just be the flag. Yeah. Okay, how about, um, we're going to get into some tech stuff. Uh, smart kitchens. An oven that talks to you, chef. A f- a f- yeah, oh, right. an oven you can set on your phone. Oh, burn yeah. them like... down, yeah. No, I understand what they are. <laughs> yeah. You can burn them down. Burn them down? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you are a cl- more classicist. You like... I just like fire. 
Yeah. And mm. I want to control the fire. There you go. And that's about it. So you do not, mm. do you have a, uh, do you have Alexa in your home or? You don't want you? the fridge that can like email you and tell you you're out of milk? Yeah. No, I can do that I myself. I get you. Yeah. yeah. That is one though too, like. You My son has Alexa. a little lazy. Yeah. My son at seven has fun with Alexa. Oh, yeah. I do not. Right. Dark kids too. I, and I don't let him buy anything with her, by the way. She's not connected <laughs> yeah, to my Amazon account. We just had that. Oh, no, our friends just had that the other day where they're like, yeah. oh, man, what's going yeah. on? You guys are ordering, like, you guys are ordering movies. <laughs> yeah. from I do enough yeah. damage yeah. that I don't need him. Yeah, I don't need help on my yeah, Amazon account. Yeah, but kids, what do you have? The story I always tell is, like, our, our, our oldest daughter, like, um, we took her once to the doctor and she was in the lobby with a magazine and she was when she was, like, four or whatever and she was swiping the magazine their fingers like she had no idea like what? she was you Riley yes this is a I true story you were I've probably seen, I've seen adults do that wow well that's that's a whole yeah. nother that's on a menu uh, probably right uh, <laughs> but I saw the same thing happen with our youngest now where she'll walk into like a stranger's house and be like Alexa what set a timer for t-? like so sure. like they're getting used to these different like transitions yeah. of technology kind of amazing I wonder what it was since we're in a general sort of uh same generation. I wonder what that was for us. It was CDs for me. I guess is that what it is? Like cassettes to like Maybe. cassettes to CDs. I don't know. Okay. Uh, are we burning it down or keeping it? What about the Insta pot? The instant pot. Uh, you know they do nothing for me. You can burn them down. As well. Burn them down because like they're pressure cookers. And I love or pressure cookers. Pots. I am right. Latin. I know I'm fully Jewish, but I'm Latin as well. I look yeah. at you for some reason. <laughs> Verification. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up on pressure cookers, and how mm. else to cook an oxtail in an hour? So yeah. Exactly. Uh, edible flowers. Burn them down. Yes. You know. I mean, I think they're lovely. They're very pretty. I don't need them all over. I like to grow them. Yeah. as a part of our garden but not to actually put them on my food right especially when they have like just like why is it there it's purple right that's right. like oh that's the wrong reason <laughs> I don't believe in aesthetics right only. Yeah. right some of them have flavor right? plus yeah. then you, just, you get a situation where we went to Hawaii and our kids started eating their lays and I'm like it's disgusting. Oh, yeah, well, that's Remember dad's that? that's 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 Yeah, it was like orchids. I'm just going to eat this. Dad does an edible lay necklace at the restaurant, so I'm, no, they're not all edible. Like candy kids. necklace, yeah. Candy necklace. Oh, we should bring candy necklaces back. They're that already back. Yeah, yeah, they're back. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. You could probably get them here. I bet you someone's like out in the street doing it with ecstasy for this. Wait till you got. There's like girls in like full mirror costumes out here. It's great. Awesome. Last one. This is a totally one that also was not planned. But last one, because you're talking about being Jewish and, and Latina and all of these things, right? I got a concept for you. Okay. Go. It's it's a it's a Mexican Jewish mm-hmm. restaurant. I don't know if it's a food truck or restaurant. So call it Bernstein's Tacos. Bernstein, I got a better name for you, I think. Tell me. Okay. Oi! Dios mios. <laughs> Matzo you can, ball pozole. You can use it. He's, he's been gefilte, saying it for ten years. fish tacos. If you said it properly, you'll oh. have oh. <laughs> It's not a plural. Yes, yeah, it's true. Yes, yeah, so like a meal. Oh. Last burn. Last burn was for you. I like it. We can collab. I think we should collab. Okay, shifting. Bernstein's taco is pretty good, though. Of course. That was good. Of course. That was a good session. I like that. That was a really good session. Okay, we're going to switch gears now. Game night. Mark Forgione. This one is called, of course... Mark my word. Mark my word. We only play it with marks that have a C. Yes. And not a right. K. You mark with a C. You and Mark yes. Murphy. That's it. We've you only played said. this with you and Mark Murphy. It's a different group of marks. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. but, but then we don't. We wouldn't play it with another mark with a K. That's what I I'm hope saying. not. Okay. Real quick. Mark my word. Uh, trends. Are they uh, dead or alive? Right. Dead or alive. Well, mark my word. This next year. Is dead. Are they gonna die? Right. Basically. Twenty nineteen. So that's I where mean, you're at. 
to echo Michelle, I hope so. Right, all of them. Okay, <laughs> all here, of we them. Yeah. here we go. Here we go. Mark Forgione, uh, grain bowls. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I don't enjoy a good grain bowl, so I'm okay with it. But that again, I don't think that necessarily means it's trendy. I just think it's good. So mark your words, it's around in 2019. Around. I hope so. Okay. Uh, kale Caesar salads. They need to go. <laughs> All right. Mark his words. They're not around. Yeah. Meal delivery kits. Please, God, go. Ooh, uh, this wow. is always interesting with restaurant tours. interesting. Uh, yeah. Why? Because they're ruining the restaurant business. This is exactly uh, what another Mark said. Obviously, Mark's right. have the same opinion. This is a, this, yeah. a Mark New York thing. Uh, and this is just for everybody out there, just so everybody knows. Okay, minimum wage has gone up. Rent has gone up. Mm. Everything has gone up. And the another thing that's gone up is people on Sunday, Monday night, late night, instead of putting some clothes on and walking down the street and going to your favorite restaurant, you see what's available online and you get it delivered to your house. Mm. And, it's not and if you keep you doing that, your restaurant. favorite restaurants are not going to be around much mm. longer. Good point. Mm. So for, for all of us, maybe I wonder that's if that's that. a New York specifically is feeling that hurt more. Are you all feeling it here? Le- I, I don't, less so. I mean, like, certainly, like, Uber Dash and all those things that, you know, Uber Eats that deliver food. I mean, they, Which they're are busy. Our restaurants. But yeah. I would say New York delivery though you can, you can get almost anything, anything. Right? right? You anything. can get a cat's yeah. deli sandwich to live to you now. Right. right. Oh wow. You can get a, a Peter Luger's porterhouse steak. Huh. I mean, it's like crazy. First of all, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> can you really get a Peter Luger's steak? I think so. I, mean, right. I haven't done it, but I've been told. And you can get wow. it at the same right, deliver it at the same at time. At the same time. Right. right. Okay, uh, Mark Forgione, <laughs> adult <laughs> entertainment restaurants. I don't I don't know what, what? that means, but I love yeah. it. First of all, Bam, bam, bam. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. No. Mark, uh, uh, so, like, you know, the restaurant that, like, um, you can play ping pong at. Not that type of adult entertainment. Uh, like, bowling, like, bowling duck pin bowling. <laughs> is my mind not, in the gutter? I don't understand. It's not the place where you can get the $9.99 buffet. Everyone is thinking, yeah. everyone always goes that there. <laughs> Uh, well, have you, are these, yeah, are, I'm these okay are with a restaurant if you want to play ping pong. That's fine with me. Okay, okay. I don't think I'll own one, but I'll go. Go, uh, go to John. <laughs> and uh, Michelle, I could be pronouncing it wrong. I just want to make sure, make sure that you're, you seem to be the literary. I have, I have absolutely no problem with it. Um, you know, but again, I think people can relax with it because yeah. you see it everywhere. everywhere. It's done. It's done. Everywhere. Um, it kind of be put in the same category as poker. There you go. Um, fermenting everything. The, the, the trend of chefs with tweezers and so, gold-plated spoons. Which one? All fermenting. of those? All those things? Oh, well, yeah, no, I'm talking about fermenting things. Well, it kind of falls in line with those chefs. Was. I think... <laughs> yeah, I, it was. It was. I'm sure everybody in this room has been fermenting stuff for a very long time. For whatever reason, fermenting has become something that people brag about all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, mm-hmm. I'm in a room with a couple of Jewish people, right? Yeah. How long have you been eating pickles? <laughs> right, exactly. My right. Made was anybody right. ever? Was, was it cool and trendy to ferment a pickle? Right. Like, yes, like, I just don't get it. Like all, of, all of a sudden, it's like this like crazy thing. Oh my god, it's so cool to ferment stuff. Like, I don't know. I just, it's not a new thing. I think is my good it's answer. The, market, to the marketing is yeah. just like the instapot. So I guess maybe the press can chill out about the fermenting. Mark his words. The mm. press needs to chill out on ferments. <laughs> Last thing we do, both of our guests, Michelle Bernstein, Mark Forgione, is we play this thing called eighty six. It's 86. One thing that you want at 86 in the world. It could be serious, not serious, your own world. It could be really whatever you want. Um, surprisingly, one of the most common answers is Caesar salad, which always gets, like, I think a lot so of chefs strange. upset that people would yeah. even say that. Um, some people have went off on other things. Some people have said, like, uh, tweezers, things like that. Tweezers, yeah, Okay, right. who wants to, who wants to take people, it first? Why do chefs have such problems with tweezers? I don't know. 
I, 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 like, you can still use tongs, too. Right? Tongs are just right. big tweezers. Like, you can still use, like, maybe. other things. I think tweezers get a bad rap. They do. Let's bring them back. I think they're gone. You probably have your own brand of tweezer up No, but I, I'm not going to lie. All my cooks have right. tweezers in their yeah. Marie. Yeah, yeah. terrible. All right, 86. Michelle Bernstein, you're going to go first? You're going to jump in or you want to take okay. it? Okay. Um, and it's interesting. It's something that happened to me just this morning. Mm. So I'm not going to push on being a woman chef or being a woman at all. Um, it's a very, you know, interesting time for women right now and for men. Um, in a different way. But anyway, um, someone opened a door and it closed in my face. And he turned around and he didn't say anything. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And I thought to myself, because we just had this conversation mm-hmm. five minutes ago, what is wrong with you? Why do I feel like I have to apologize for everything, whether mm-hmm. I've done it or not? A server dropped water on my foot two days ago. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. My foot shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've gone through my life, especially in the last 10 years apologizing for absolutely everything and I feel like women do that mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we do that a lot and I have conversations with a lot of girlfriends and we seem to apologize for everything whether we mean it or not it just comes out very organically and mm-hmm. naturally mm. and I need to stop doing it and I'm sorry I've gone on and on no but seriously like it. it's, it's just something I want to stop doing I and love I, that. And I, love I, pin- other women I pinch our daughter every time she says "I'm sorry" in a in a, in a like for no reason because yeah. she does it already. She's ten. She does it already, and I, I'm like, I do Stop. think she gets it from me. But anyway. maybe. Um, well said, by the way. Me. Well said. So 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 inspiring. Mark Forgio, eighty-six. In what? Well, something that's near and dear to my heart as a New York chef, um, I would like to eighty-six the raising of rents in mm. the real estate industry in New York City. Wow. Mm-hmm. It is absolute highway robbery. And, for example, my little restaurant on Reed Street, it's the exact same size as when I took over the lease 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I am now paying double what I paid for it when I took the lease over. Right. I did not get any more space right. in the exact same space that I'm spending double the amount of monthly rent. Right, and I you're do. the same tenant that you were. And, and I live in a neighborhood, Tribeca, which is one of, I think, the highest... The highest zip codes in the United States of America. And for whatever reason, restaurants close left and right. And the reason that restaurants close left and right is because the landlords are too greedy. And there's no policy or window or ceiling that people... Like, there's no... Like, the bubble's got... It's got to pop at some point. Yeah, they can flip it. And also, it sort of has encouraged a somewhat of an exodus of chefs from New York City. It's insane. You're starting to read a lot of publications about other cities sort of taking a little bit away a lot of my chef friends and mentors I mean I had, I had Boulay around the corner at one point I had Bill Telepan around the corner at one right. point I had Mark Murphy around the corner at one point I mean it's it, they can't keep up because you know you have one slow month and you're paying $40,000 a month for a, a 4,000 square foot restaurant and you're, you're done you know well said mm. uh, Michelle is not sorry though about I mean <laughs> you're it's happening everywhere it is it yeah. is it's terrible. oh yeah it's horrible nobody can survive 
Unbelievable. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Mark Forgio and Michelle Bernstein. Uh, I'm going to go perform and throw on a chicken suit, I think, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, enjoy Kabo. Enjoy Southern California. Thank Would you, for you having us. Yeah, Thanks for having you, us. Let's bro. do it again. Thank uh, you. And in better, in better conditions, perhaps. <laughs> 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 we'll we'll give at least home. air conditioning. Well, this is good. This right? reminded me of the time I got arrested in college. Yeah. I was going to say, this, this, <laughs> this does have, like, I know, have I've, a little, like, I've never been arrested at a Philadelphia Eagles game, but I Did you do it? Yes, I did it. I'm sorry. If you shoplift in a mall, you end up here. I was stuck in a room in Cuba like this recently. Totally. <laughs> this all makes sense. Podcast. We're coming back for that podcast episode. Yeah. Hey everyone, do us a favor, head on over to iTunes and do us a favor and subscribe to Starving for Attention. It's free. Uh, let us know how much you love all of our episodes, but especially this one with two amazing chefs. And until next week, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Starving for Attention. Uh, And thanks to you, our listeners. You're the only people we're going to thank this week because, uh, you know, you truly make it happen. We do this podcast for you. We really do. It's a lot of work. Um, But hopefully you really enjoy it. Um, And until next week, stay hungry.